Welcome to the Power 30 podcast powered by InfoSeek to power people, enabling them to maximize their success because we believe everyone deserves to be successful. I am your host, Ashley Dameron, and today I am joined by Joshua Bartle, Vice President of Web Development at InfoSeek. Josh, this is our first episode of Power 30. Thank you for joining me. Good morning, Ashley. I'm real excited to be part of it. I am so excited to be speaking with you today about how the restaurant industry is rebounding from the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and the trends we are seeing with our clients and prospects across the country. But um, tell me a little bit about yourself first for our audience who maybe don't know who you are. Give me a little bit about your background and what it is you do for InfoSync. Well, my name is Joshua Bartle and I am the Vice President of Web Development here at InfoSync. I've been with the company since 2006 and been in the restaurant space since 1998. Um, headquartered here in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, as you can tell, I'm working from my home. Currently, um, ultimately, my job is to make sure we get all of the data from our rest uh, from our clients' systems, and then we can stage that data, load it into production systems, and offer key insights and reporting back to our clients. This can be done through reporting, through our payroll services, and also from, from the financial services that we offer. Awesome. That is fascinating. So, obviously, when much of the country shut down, the restaurant space was impacted greatly. Uh, what are some key takeaways from the mandated shutdown that we saw um, in the restaurant industry? First and foremost, with, with many people stuck home during the outbreaks and the mandates, the to-go and delivery had a huge impact on our clients. Some companies did very well, however, during the original COVID shutdowns. Brands that had existing delivery channels or had assets which ensured social distancing just because of their design actually flourished. Think pizza delivery or drive through based concepts. Other brands were forced quickly into learning how to do curbside and to go. Some faced technology challenges of getting orders from the customers. Using third parties or paying someone to develop an app for them was costly and, and, and everybody was trying to do it, so it was hard to implement. Others just resorted to phones and landlines. You know, I will say the uh, COVID shutdowns really did change the way restaurants are doing business. And personally, I think for the better, just from a customer um, engagement standpoint, customer experience standpoint, you know, um, it's had a huge impact on the way we order from restaurants and the way that our relationship with those restaurants has evolved. Um, but it wasn't just the shutdowns, right? So now COVID has impacted supply chain issues, labor shortages, inflationary concerns, and health issues. Um, what kind of reporting challenges has all of that brought into, um, you know, InfoSync's clients that they are facing now? Yeah, the, the, the number one, there's like this golden KPI that everybody used. They call it comp sales or comparable sales, where they look at this year's sales compared to last year. So for the first year, obviously, what are you comparing against? You're comparing against, you know, normal day-to-day -day sales and you're having these stores which are open or closed or they're having huge sales because they're doing delivery or they're having no sales because of shutdowns. So oftentimes the very first year, people just resorted to doing a two-year-ago comparison or a 2LY comparison as a lot of people abbreviate it. Um, but currently, clients are struggling to find a good comparable mark. Stores are often closed for a few days here and there due to current COVID outbreaks or staffing shortages. This has been a challenge for our clients to manage, um, but it has also made sales versus last year or 2LY 
or even budget for that matter, hard to value. I would say that finding a good benchmark for revenue is probably the main reporting challenge that we face right now. Yeah, those benchmarks are are important if you um, are looking at business performance and trying to forecast for your future and and compare to last year. But you know, we we talked about how restaurants have gone to to go in delivery models, curbside pickup, and third party. Um, what would you say is the biggest challenges for companies who are leveraging third party? Well, when when COVID first hit, third party delivery companies were just starting to become mainstream. COVID pushed them into mainstream almost overnight. Some clients were already starting to work these channels, and the ones who have had the most success were able to fully integrate these third party orders all the way into the point of sale. Others needed to get to market quickly and used iPads or printers at the locations and simply monitored for new orders and then rekeyed them into their point of sale. This non integrated approach introduced an entirely new challenge for our clients and for us. Third party delivery reconciliation has always been challenging, but without the integration, keying errors, menu pricing variances, and timing of payments has made the reconciliations nearly impossible. Imagine the effort to reconcile these when a user accidentally chooses Grubhub instead of Uber Eats or DoorDash on one ticket, and then they choose the wrong one again on another ticket. So one of them is slightly higher, one of them is slightly lower, and you don't have any good way to get back to where what the intent was. When the systems are not integrated, many of our clients are writing off large variances each period and just trusting that the third-party delivery companies are doing things right in their reporting and collections of funds. That's a good point. You know, you know, we're in the middle of a lunch rush and you're flying across your screen, entering orders, mistakes happen, and staff don't necessarily have the time or take the time to go back and fix it, especially if it involves getting a manager to override the system. Um, so how do you overcome the challenges with non-integrated software or how does InfoSync deal with non-integrated software? I imagine that those miskeyed entries can be a nightmare for accounting teams. It's a true statement. So currently with the non-integrated ones, we, 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 we try to leverage what we call a TLD implementation or a ticket level detail reconciliation. We're currently working on a TLD ticket level detail reconciliation platform for clients that can supply TLD from both the point of sale and the third party delivery company. We still face challenges with pricing variances, tax variances, and delivery fees, but most of these items can be configured for a consistent reconciliation process. Awesome. So have restaurants felt any other pain points as a result of the push to go completely digital and touchless? When you think about online ordering and electronic payments, for example, you know those things have had to have a significant impact in the restaurant space. Yeah, for sure. For for many QSR brands or quick service restaurant brands, this new cashless society has made the ordering process easier and more accurate. Like you said earlier, you know you're going to get what you want. Some clients have explored kiosks and most major brands are now fully integrated into brand specific, you know, apps for your smartphone where users can order and say, hey, I'm here. I'm in the parking lot. I'm in stall number three. Um, and then the food is just brought out to them. This has also started expanding into the casual space with curbside and to-go ordering. I literally use this feature almost every Friday night. I'm not going to plug any specific brands, but my favorite takeout restaurant has this process down to a T. It's not only made it so simple to pull up and get my food, but my orders are accurate because I'm the one inputting the information. 
And I will say purely from a consumer standpoint, I will sometimes base where I order my lunch during a busy workday on the ease of the app and the ease of getting my food. That could be because I'm a marketing person too. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased, but um, online ordering has made tipping easier as a consumer because it does the math for you. So how does that work when your customers are paying mostly digital and you have workers who rely on cash tips? This is this is really throwing a wrench in, into the restaurant space for clients that do take tips. For the brands that accept tips, a new challenge has creeped in. Most of these companies were paying their tipped employees in cash each day to account for any credit card tips that they were owed for that day's activity. Since many restaurants are seeing much less cash tendered, there is often, and, and most of the time, not enough cash to pay out these tips daily. This has caused many locations to get larger change funds and keep money in a safe simply to pay out credit card tips or driver reimbursements. This is not only costly, but having excess cash around is always a security risk. That is an excellent point because it's not just a security risk to have extra cash on hand for the store or the store manager. It's also a risk to your staff who work late and have cash on them in their pocket as they're walking to their car or walking home. When you think about it, it's really a safety issue. Even if the employee has clocked out, there's still this responsibility as the employer to not only make sure your employees are paid, but that they are safe. Exactly. It's a huge liability. So now what we're seeing are these companies who offer digital payments through an app or a pay card. Um, we've actually partnered with several of them and it's a phenomenal benefit to employees. And when used in tandem with InfoSync, generally speaking, it's zero cost to the employer. InfoSync has recently introduced some new payment options for credit card tips that allow our clients options for paying credit card tips back to employees. It used to be you could only put them on a check, right? A lot of clients went from a biweekly payroll to a weekly payroll, and they just said, look, your credit card tips are going to be put on a check. This was done a lot in the, in the fine dining space. However, through our new RV fund platform, credit card tips and driver reimbursements can be paid daily to employees through a pay card platform. InfoSync pulls the data from the restaurants nightly and the amounts owed can be funded early the next morning. If an employee does not want a pay card or they can't be mandated to have a pay card, these funds can be accrued and added to their paycheck. InfoSync currently has almost 20 clients using the platform. Um, since we implemented the platform in July of 2020, we funded over a million dollars in payments or we've had a million payments funding, uh, you know, accounting for over $32 million. Um, in addition to that, we had $4.2 million in payments added to individuals checks for those employees that didn't want to get to receive the funds on a pay card. Yeah, that's incredible. Those numbers really go to show how many lives are impacted by InfoSync services. You know, paychecks are important um, and our clients, employees are relying on those paychecks and those wages. So that is incredible to see those numbers um, to me anyway, but you say 20 clients and I'm like, why isn't everyone doing this? Um, pay cards are relatively new though, and earned wage access is definitely new. And I think digital pay will soon become not only the expectation, but the norm in the restaurant industry. How has InfoSync's tip solution affected the employer employee relationship? Yeah, this process has completely revolutionized the way that the employer interacts with the employee and the cash out procedure. And FitFoSync is not able to fully integrate with the point of sale. Several clients have opted to do a manual method for keying the credit card tips into a web portal instead of paying cash. These payments are made immediately and the employees have their funds accessible as soon as they walk out their door right there from that shift. 
I wish I had that when I was working in the restaurant industry. That would have been helpful. Speaking of earned wage access and digital payments, do you believe these benefits have had any kind of impact on restaurants who are battling the labor shortage? Yeah, earned wage access or EWA, if, if you've listened to me talk at all in the last year, <laughs> is definitely a buzzword right now. InfoSync is integrated with several partners in the space to offer our clients with options if they want to consider this new benefit. EWA basically consists of making daily earnings available to employees prior to payday. This is enabled by tight integrations between our platforms, InfoSync's platforms, UKG Pro, and third-party EWA providers. Most of these providers offer no-cost solutions to the employer and either free or very low-cost fees to their employees if they want to exercise the benefit. How many companies have you seen take advantage of this benefit and how does it work exactly? We have over 30 customers currently using the platforms and we're probably integrating five to 10 as we speak. Essentially, an employee installs an app on their smartphone, they authenticate to prove who they are, and then an ATM shows up on their on their phone. A balance is offered to them and, and based off of hours worked so far during the current pay cycle. Employees can literally see earnings from yesterday and are allowed to access those funds. The fee structure differs from vendor to vendor, um, but generally ranges from free to up to $3.99 per transaction, depending on how those earnings are paid to the employee. Employees can choose to get those funds instantly deposited into a checking account, put onto a pay card, or they can take those funds uh, with a, like a two-day lag for a lower fee structure. The employer can set limits on how much someone can advance as well as how often they can take those advances. That is a game changer for the, um, you know, working waiter, waitress, or bartender in the restaurant industry. If you have an unexpected bill come up, you're in a car accident or something happens with your house or your rent, um, you know, you can access that money and it just takes so much stress off of your employees. Do you think that this benefit, the ability to get paid for your hours worked rather than waiting two weeks for a paycheck, is this attractive to potential employers or, or does it help with recruiting at all? For sure, we've had several of our clients be, be, be have been used as, as case studies for these earned wage access providers. These, these platforms have proven to reduce, turn, reduce turnover, they help with hiring, and then ma they maintain a happier and financially healthier workforce. Often in the restaurant space, there are some employees who do get paid every day, right, via tips and payouts. Um, these are the, the, you know, the bartenders and the, and the servers, right? They take most of their money home on a daily basis. Other employees, however, in the same restaurant must wait for their weekly or biweekly paycheck. These EWA platforms level the playing field for all employees as now non-tipped employees can get early access to their wages as well. These platforms are so popular now in our company that we have dedicated resources for managing the implementations, training, and operations of the programs. That's incredible. Are there other services that InfoSync offers that have been affected by COVID? Yeah, I mean, that mostly covers it. Clearly, there are new local and federal rules, and they're changing on a daily basis, you know, basis or for testing or vaccination status. Uh, we've we've worked tightly with UKG Pro and our clients to make sure that we can meet their needs. Some clients have forced daily testing or questionnaires to be filled out prior to entering the building. Um, we've worked with those clients to to account for the time spent outside of the building before they could clock in. We've had some clients where we physically add minutes to every every shift that they work, assuming that they had to be outside for a while. 
Um, InfoSync has also been forced to consider our staff as it relates to a remote workforce. Many of our employees are still working remote, as we have found, like many other companies, that certain roles and people work very well from home. I happen to be one of those. <laughs> you know, I was for a little bit, and then I decided that I needed to come back into the office to see people. I was going a little crazy. The first year was was great, and then after that, I was ready to come back. Um, but everybody's a little different, right? So Right. I mean, you're a social beast, so you kind of have to be with everybody. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so lots of changes in the restaurant industry based on um, just the effects of COVID. Lots of challenges for restaurant owners and operators right now. Thank you so much for joining me today to talk about some of these challenges and what InfoSync is doing to help combat them, Josh. Um, I hope you have a great day and maybe we'll have you again. Alrighty, my pleasure. Hope you have a good day too. Thank you for listening to our monthly podcast. If you have a topic or question for our industry experts, you can shoot us an email at hello at issvc.com or you can find our podcast on our website again at issvc.com or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you listen and subscribe to podcasts. This was Power 30 and I am Ashley Dameron, your host, podcast producer and marketing and communications manager for InfoSync to power people, enabling them to maximize their success.